When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ahoy, my mateys, it's Jonathan, your host here on Geekscape, and we're going to talk movies, video games, comic books, TV, all that stuff um, that you pretty much show up to Geekscape for. Uh, before we really get started, I want to say thank you for listening, and hit that little share button you've got on your podcatcher, and share us with your friends who are available live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and if you're listening on the podcast form, Definitely share it with your friends. We're available on every single podcatcher. There is um, something like uh, Stitcher. Do you like the Stitcher? Maybe you listen on Spotify. Maybe you're an Apple podcast person. However you get your podcasts, we're there for you. So subscribe and tell your friends, hey, there's some geeks hanging out. Um, and they're talking about what you want to talk about. Next week, we've got the big Shang-Chi special with Ian Kerner. We're going to be talking about that one. All you Marvel fans who are like, hey, well, what, what's this like uh, D-level Marvel character all about? Well, maybe you'll see the movie over the weekend. I heard it's good. And Ian and I will break it all down for you and be like, hey, how does this fit in the rest of the MCU? And what's the ultimate Shang-Chi story? And like, well, who's Iron Fist? Or like, There's a lot of Kung Fu people in the Marvel Universe. And we'll just kind of like lay the groundwork for you to understand a little bit better what's going on here with these Marvel movies as like, we get that. We get the Eternals. In October, we're getting a Dune film that looks pretty good. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on in the geekosphere, in the geekscape. And uh, this is the place where I want y'all to be able to, like, come and say, hey, Jonathan and Katie will sort it out for me. Maybe Ian will sort it out for me. And that's what Geekscape is for. So if you're a geek, come on over. Uh, as Bolt T says, ahoy, mateys. And... Uh, Derek says, you know what? I'm still working. I invited Derek to be on the show today. He says, I'm still working. But even I made it before Shane. I invited Shane to be on the show as well. Shane was supposed to be on the show. Shane is stuck in traffic because I think uh, I think there was a blizzard in, uh, in late August there. So um, that's what happens when you live in Alaska. It's just traffic can be either like a blizzard in the middle of august or like a moose maybe or maybe something like fell over i don't know <laughs> i don't know what's going on but uh here we go um speaking of busy i just got back from san francisco i flew up there real quick to um direct something and i didn't expect to go i'll tell you what i like the idea of remote directing some work and uh that just wasn't going to happen this time around um i got some weird news i mean i've been working a lot of different things hopefully some of them start to come back to geekscape when get them as guests and some of these people i've been working with some are really cool um and i've been delivering like a lot of projects recently and they brought me on there's a music festival in san francisco called the stern grove festival there's a grove in san francisco it's really nice and historic i think there's like 82 years straight of having a festival in this place and imagine like an outdoor stage and they have pretty good bands there um and pretty sizable acts and they have this concert series and i've been taking all the footage helping them with the cameras and a little bit of directing but doing it from la safely from los angeles and i was like don't worry don't worry y'all are competent y'all are good take the footage i'll cut it together we'll put slap it up there and like the local cbs or somebody affiliate kpix 
is that CBS? I don't know what that is. Uh, KPIX in the Bay Area is going to broadcast it. And so I've been helping them with these shows. And this is crazy. Um, on Tuesday, a water main broke and destroyed like a lot of the grove. Like, like I think like 65 trees fell over, these old eucalyptus trees. Like, And the stage is covered in mud. Uh, and I get this phone call like, Jonathan, like, there's not going to be a 10th show. The final show, the big show to finish out the season is gone. Like this place is covered in mud. It's been like, it's not safe to be here. Cause like trees fall over. <laughs> you know, I was hearing a story the other day about a woman who had just been in like her parking lot and like one of these eucalyptus trees, like fell over and killed her. She was in her car and it crushed her. So when these things are being uprooted by a burst of water main in a flood and a bunch of mud getting in dirt getting displaced, it's kind of the whole city, I guess, has to go in the park and make sure nothing's going to fall over on anybody before they open up to a festival of thousands and thousands of people. So, <laughs> so I got a phone call on Tuesday. It's like, hey, Jonathan, uh, show number 10 is not happening. We got to reshoot some stuff to make sure the show like works. Oh, and it's due on Wednesday in a week, and we have to broadcast it that following Saturday. So I flew up to San Francisco very quickly to do creative surgery <laughs> and like reshoot new stuff, the cohesive pieces to like with the host to like, I don't know, get a two hour, <laughs> get two hours of programming back on the air. Um, whirlwind. I don't, I was barely in San Francisco for a little over 24 hours and, um, and I'm back and doing a geekscape and cutting that footage together to make sure it works. So the Bay area viewers can watch this show that, they gave me directing credit on uh but it's a team effort as we proved over the weekend because holy crap that was stressful and they've spent a lot of money and time on this series and some you know really cool acts i've discovered some cool acts like uh saint paul and the broken bones you know y'all know about them they're pretty great um so uh no there's uh, a lot going on here um but i'm back and I'm here doing a Geekscape with my good friend Katie and Matt. And I wish I could invite Shane, but <laughs> we're already recording. It's like, <laughs> I don't know if we could add Shane. Shane uh, let, let me try something real quick. Let me add Katie and Matt, and then let me see if I can add Shane. All right. Uh, here's Katie. Katie hey, what's you? up? I'm good. I just, I have to say, how freaking scary. Trains can get scary. <laughs> I need to yeah. put that out there. These can get scary, but I thought it was just poltergeist. <laughs> uh, I thought it was just poltergeist, and um, we'll see. Uh, you know, like, have you ever yeah. seen one of those motherfuckers fall? We have. We. I've never heard it. I've never. I don't know. Yes, I've heard a tree fall in Griffith Park at like five a.m. We were there, and like, oh. <laughs> in, a, in a tree fell, and you didn't and, hear it. Yeah, and it was so fucking loud. We we were cooking one night and we have trees outside of our place and one of them just it had rotted from the inside and we saw it go down while we were like making dinner and the thing fell and crashed on somebody's car just completely demolished the car because they just happened to park in front of that spot and that thing was the worst sound in the world trees well, are scary <laughs> well if if, if sixty five of them fell from this flooding of this area like okay well, that's a problem <laughs> yeah that's bad i understand the happening now I'm like i understand it a little bit better when the, the trees, trees are like killing you. <laughs> yeah so so we get there yesterday and we have to reshoot a bunch of stuff to like make the cohesive pieces and i was like okay so they're not gonna let us actually that far into the park and they're like we not until they check every freaking tree because people die and i was like what people die here and i was told a story that within the last 10 years a woman was just sitting in her car in the park and a tree came and flattened it i don't doubt it those things are scary <laughs> like, Holy trees crap. Are scary. i don't i guess i didn't realize i had a fear of trees but now i do uh but that that shit can fall at any point and those are big yeah they're falling on you these giant eucalyptus trees those are hefty freaking trees yeah I think we got the job done. Jonathan's got to wrap Geekscape and jump right back into editing and making it work because we got to deliver it in two days. Um, (laughs) But that's all good. Like 
I want to make a Geekscape with you and my friend Matt because a lot's been going on. Like I said, we got this Shang Chi movie coming up at the end of the week. Um, that's a big Marvel thing, and then we got uh, Matt's. Matt's been traveling too. Like I'm not the only Geekscape has been traveling. Matt's been hitting up all the horror conventions up and down the East Coast. It seems he's like constantly posting things from these conventions. Not just texting me, but if y'all are on the Instagram, the Geekscape Forever Instagram, Matt's been posting up and down on that so let's bring matt in here uh matt how are you buddy good so you're making a documentary about a uh, woodstock 94 it sounds like <laughs> with, all the, with all the mud you know what I, I watched that woodstock 99 documentary before i left and that's an emotional journey that's on the hbo max that uh woodstock 99 documentary holy crap i had no idea it was that bad i just remember interning at mtv that summer of 99 and that whole event happened over the weekend and we came in on Monday and saw that everything was on fire, all the footage. And we were like, Holy crap, what happened? And then the, I thought the documentary did a great job of ex- like explaining it. And you're like, Oh, I even worked there and didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Cause it happened like Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And we all got back in on Monday. And the only people who really were abreast of it were the MTV news crews. And I didn't work. I worked in t- like the television narrative development sure. stuff really i worked in like the video library like that's what I was, like i was an intern it was like jonathan uh, can you go reorganize these videotapes of mtv's the grind <laughs> like, okay <laughs> i'll go reorder these mtv the grind tapes um yeah i don't know um Good so time. so so matt real quick a little bit of business keeping we'd we, uh we talked about it earlier in the show that like shane was invited but like we have to start the show. We're pretty much on time. We have a very limited window because using StreamYard, we get like booted if we don't start the show within like five like minutes on not, Facebook. Like That's five crazy. minutes on Facebook, and I was like, "Well, we got to start, or we got to delay it." And I got to get back to work. So Shane was late, and now Shane is like waiting in the room, but. I can't add him because I don't think his audio is picking up on Zencaster. It's and picking you podcast up. listeners wouldn't be able to hear him. So, like, what's? I mean, Shane, I can see you in the in the waiting room, and yeah. you're kind of fucking up. You're kind of fucking up the show, buddy. Uh, Shane, why don't you test your mic real quick and see if we can hear you? The microphone is. Uh, is give, me, up. give me two seconds. What a fucking train wreck! I don't know if I can add you, buddy. Um, you're trying, but. Uh, nope. Like, Wait, all, all those all those Shane fans out there, just tune in to the to the YouTube channel at around yeah. nine AM Eastern Standard tomorrow and you can hear his voice for fifteen minutes talk about adult swim because I don't think you're gonna hear it tonight. <laughs> Shane, Shane say hi, buddy. Hi everybody. Hi everybody. Okay, listen. Did you say yeah, hi, buddy? Because that's yeah, the only listen, proper answer listen. to that. No, no, Matt, listen. It's working. He's on the Zencaster recording, so he's hey. gonna be here on the show. Shane, what is your problem? <laughs> hey, it's not. It's it's literally not my fault. It is it is Katie's fault because every time I'm on a show with her, there's either a monumental disaster blizzard or uh, multiple accidents on the highway, or in this case, a shutdown. I'm on the I, show with Katie I uh, pretty much every week, and this there's is- no disaster except the actual show. <laughs> Well, so here's the thing. Right now, Shane's looking like the image that pops up in the '90s, like videos where you're staring at a tree, like a trail, and you're following the car, and then the face pops up. Why are you in complete shadow right if, now? You're if you're watching, if you're watching the live stream, Shane looks like an early CD-ROM game. <laughs> he looks like he's gonna give us a mission I'm and gonna... be like, "You got to get out." Trust me, you got to take the subterranean tunnels, and then next thing you know, you're in like a really bad modeled ship, go doing like sewer shark or something. Shane looks I'm gonna like say- something that you would rent that that like Stephen Bay would cover on Analog Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Shane right now looks like an early DVD Christian film. Yes, <laughs> I am. Shane looks like Insulbot has fucking uh, his his number right now. Insulbot is fucking you up, dude. Shane looks like a like a late eighties infomercial right now, where they just tried to live stream it over a fucking cable modem, like an early modem. Shane Shane looks like the original Numa Numa guy video right now, like just (laughs) greedy. Welcome to the show, Shane. I am not How's that the talented. internet in Alaska? 
<laughs> the internet is great. I am not that talented than the Numa Numa guy. So that's a low blow to him, Matt. Come on. <laughs> so Shane, oh what was the cause of your tardiness on the episode? There was a shutdown. There was a shutdown on the highway. I left early. I left no. work. Shut down or what? But nobody I'm lives gonna, there. <laughs> I don't know. There I was, think that's probably the issue. <laughs> they're like, the government ain't going to take my freeway. <laughs> this next hundred yards is Gerald's because my farm is next to it. Uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't see the end of it. I had a, I had a fire of ways. I cut through a, diff- a couple different... There are eight <laughs> other people who live in the city. <laughs> What's the traffic jam? You easily could have just got out of the car and walked. Well, shit. <laughs> Myrtle's tractor's broken down in the middle of the damn interstate. Hey, it's probably fair, fair traffic. Fair, the Alaska State Fair is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody, you're going to have to stop your trucks. We got these cows fucking, and we don't want to interrupt it because it's milking season next year, and we need a couple more calves. So uh, big news in Alaska. Cows dumb fucking in the middle of the street. Sorry, Shane, about your geekscape. You can't make it home in time because these cows done the fucking. I, I I couldn't see the cow fucking. All right, the cow fucking has to get. Re, um, yeah, it was all four cars up. Yeah. What's taking you so long? Yeah. Technically, technically, Big Yanks has asked the most important question. Yeah, yeah. Well, Doesn't Shane live in an airport? <laughs> Why didn't he just fly? <laughs> Shane. Shane. Okay, Shane, hold up. You're always order. You're always ordering complete bullshit off the internet. Like, if y'all don't listen to Geekscape Games. I don't even care if they don't talk about video games. What I enjoy the most about the game, about the Geekscape Games podcast, is that Shane has so much faith that this... Gonna make it on time? That the, no, that this trash website that he ordered a graphics card from is actually going to deliver. <laughs> and then when they don't deliver, big surprise, he's like, I'm going to take a small claims court. I'm like, that company doesn't really exist. There are P.O. Box in China, in like Chino, California, linked to like an offshore company <laughs> selling you empty boxes over eBay because you fell for it. Like, you're missing like key details to this story. No, that, that is... As as Rock International has been making computer components since probably you were born. Out of where? Yugoslavia? Like, dude, it's a P.O. box in Chino. You're not suing anybody. And while you're ordering crap on the internet, why don't you have one of those, like, bicycle copters with a propeller on the top (laughs) to get you to Geekscape on time? Order that. Remember on the back of the comic books when they were like, all you need is a vacuum tube and you can make yourself a hovercraft. Remember that crap? It was next to the sea monkeys. Get yourself one of those and maybe you can make it to Geekscape on time. Stop blaming Katie. It's 2021. (laughs) No victim shaming. Trust women. You were the one that was late. <laughs> what? <laughs> Trust women? Made a white night that shit, dude. <laughs> All right, John Milady. Uh, no, I Trust women. I trust women. I trust I trust Katie more than you two, so I trust women, I to, I trust women <laughs> to be the catch all when I have a problem and I need somebody to blame. Oh, you sat here like Andy Richter just laughing at John. I don't know what yeah. I'm getting thrown under the bus, Shane. <laughs> I love Matt's just there. <laughs> that, you know what? In all honesty, Geeks gave us that is what I value Matt the most about. He's very dependable. He's there. He runs like 15 shows on the podcast network. He runs the podcast network. Every week, he's putting up new content on our different various channels. And tomorrow, we have a launch of a video that Shane has narrated. Um, and I, I heard you uh, had to speed up the uh, audio because it was slow, Matt. No, and no. Did, I, oh, just, no. I just so the problem that I have with Shane's video is that so first and foremost, I think it's our best video. Like as far as like the narration, the story, all of it is great. But the problem is that his like adult swim video doesn't really start talking about adult swim until about six minutes into it, as he tells like this long story about his childhood. And as someone who has to pull like stock footage to put over top of the voiceover, I'm like, I am at a complete loss for what I'm supposed to put to fill this time of Shane's story of like on the playground and watching TV with his dad. So like Shane, I hate to tell you this, you and your dad are represented by Barton Homer Simpson for a large (laughs) portion of this video. (laughs) It's the only character I could think of where there was plenty of footage of a father and son watching TV together that I could pull from. We we just picked up quite a few subscribers on that story there, Matt. uh, 
Holy crap, we gotta see this. Um so Are Shane Al Bundy? Like <laughs> so, so Matt, Matt, you're 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 pretty much running the network, but I'm still the head of the network. So can I just make an edict that we stop using the YouTube channel videos as midlife crisis like <laughs> type of things? Cause it sounds like Shane is actually not talking about adult well, swim as much as he's like, Father see me. I'll tell you Please. I'll tell you what I genuinely think happened from the conversations that I had with Shane. I think that Shane intended to do a very like traditional, here's the story of Adult Swim, but he texted me and was like, oh shit, I just watched the Stand By Me video. That's really good. And I think that he was like, well, Chris Vayu's put like a couple seconds of his personal life into that video. Let me see if I can do about 15 times that in my video. How do you tell people you live alone without telling people you live alone? <laughs> <laughs> Shane, uh, we're glad that we can provide your connection to the outside world. No, it's it, hey, my connection to the outside world is a shut down highway. So I, I need you guys. All right. <laughs> I, I need like, you know, I need healthy reinforcement like I'm getting right now. Healthy re, re, um, emotional uh, reinforcement. You guys you call this healthy. Always... <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a sarcastic joke, Katie. We're just like. Thank you welcome. for mansplaining that. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> yeah, Jane. Jane, I'm glad you explained a joke to the only comedian on the street. <laughs> I'm just saying, also from a mental health standpoint, (laughs) maybe the qualifications. I should have have come on. (laughs) (laughs) He says 20 minutes into the stream. He was was like, guys, my mic works. Put me on the stream, please. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the roast of Shane O'Hare. Right. The pixelated version. He's, yeah, he's the eight bit version of Shane O'Hare. Oh my gosh! Uh, any yeah, integrated camera. Anyway, so yeah, uh, I'm here. So, um, what do you guys want to talk about? I already host one. <laughs> I, I already host one train wreck of a show. So, do you want me to host this train wreck as well? Or? I just want the video to clear up on your internet <laughs> so we can realize that Shane wasn't even here. It's just Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> like what? It's just Guy Fox just trying to make a comeback. <laughs> My lady. <laughs> hey, Shane, you want to ex- explain what's so cool about Fight Club to us while you're at it? <laughs> it's well, too, here's the thing. It's too nuanced for you uh, normies to understand. So, Where's the like... Scarface fo- poster? Where's the Scarface poster? <laughs> I've never seen Scarface. I've lived it, baby. That being said, oh, okay. Shane... You still have a girlfriend, though, right? Like, in all seriousness, like you're in a relationship. Yeah, uh, yeah, right yeah. With the meat of it. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah, long no, has this I, really? How long has this relationship been going on? Because we witnessed many relationships over the course of Geekscape here and there. Uh, we've been dating for a year. We've been hanging out for just about two years. Um, you're not supposed to date in your first year of sobriety. Uh, so okay. I didn't really do that, but. Seriously, on my my one year anniversary of being sober, I you went on said, a date. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can like date. You can like hang out. Fu- you can fuck, but you can't like get into a relationship. And uh, on you know my one year anniversary of being sober, I said, "Hey, do you want to like actually like get into a relationship?" And she's like, "Oh, holy shit, yeah!" And then you know, good ever since. Oh, congratulations. If we hear banging in the background, like you'll let her out of the shed, right? Like you will. (laughs) She got to stay in there. She can't have a real job. She got to make sure the cows fuck on time. They were fucking too late today. They're cutting the traffic. As as Derek has, uh, does she know that she's in a relationship? Um, I, I want to say that someone has actually appeared in the chat, in the Twitch chat, that might be claiming this. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah, Uh-oh. Girlfriend. yeah, that's you're her. Getting a steal. Hey, you're yeah, actually, hey. she's, she seems cute based on her avatar picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's that avatar is way underserving her. She's much more beautiful okay. than that avatar. All right, Shane. Well, we wish you the best. We wish you the best. Thanks for coming on Geekscape. Anyway, let's talk about other stuff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop him from kidding. the show. I, I mean, we, we, we could talk pop culture. They, uh, de- uh, they announced that they're uh, finally making a Rocketeer sequel. They did with uh, Aiello. I, I'm. Is, is Billy Campbell in that one too? Is he going to be like? <laughs> oh he's going to pass the mantle on. 
Uh, that, so the whole, uh, I'm not familiar. I'm terrible with like writers and producers and directors. He was the like, star of the Rocketeer. No, no I, I said writers, producers, directors. Okay. I didn't say actors. I have a Billy Joe Campbell. Johnson, Joe Johnson directed it. Yes. Yes. And he also directed Babe, Babe in, uh, Pig in the City, right? Or just Babe One? No, no, I don't know. But he definitely did the, the first Avenger, Captain America. Yeah. Y'all, you can escape a stone there. Yeah. He, um, but, uh, I'm not familiar with the the people that are uh, writing and producing it, uh, so I, I I apologize for my ignorance on that. I'm just not a you know industry guy. Uh, but the premise is that um, a new individual is taking up the mantle of the Rocketeer. He's an ex Tuskegee Airman who will be um, being the Rocketeer, and I'm 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 all for more content. Uh, I'm I did see that it was. The guy who wrote it uh, is going to be, or the guy who's writing it wrote "Now You See Me," so I'm a little. Eh. <laughs> eh. But that movie made a lot of money, so I mean, I, what could go wrong? I mean, yeah. a lot of things, a lot of things. You know, the, a cow could fuck on the runway, and they have to shut down producing. <laughs> well, there's a uh, news on the internet today that, like, there's Ian Kerr sent me this link that people are trying to give like feedback to a test screening of the Batman, the Robert Pattinson, the Batman. Uh, that where it, like, um, Paul Dan Matt Reeves directed it. It looks dark. Y'all have seen the trailer. Uh, Paul Dano's playing the Riddler, a really dark version of the Riddler. And like the response from that test screening supposedly is, oh, it's just a horror movie with Batman in it. Like it is a oh, scary no. movie with Batman in it. <laughs> I was like, did we need this? I guess I we'll find out. Someone posted an article that said something like, you know, this version of Batman will be a very raw version of Batman. I was like, oh, finally, a raw <laughs> version of Batman where we really feel his pain. DC, thank you. We <laughs> haven't had one of those yet. That being said, though, I heard that this is one where he distinctly does not kill people. Like, even by accident. Even by, like, accidentally, like, turning a corner and wiping them out with the Batmobile. Because, you know, when Did you're watching these... Ba- well, you're watching these Batman movies... And Batman's like, oh, you, you know, I will not <laughs> kill. And then he drops somebody off a roof. Yeah. And I'm like, or well, te- technically, technically the pavement killed him. Like, what is Batman's <laughs> like gray area where he doesn't no think he's problem. killing these people? You know, he's like throwing people out windows. He's like, I didn't kill him. Maybe the window killed him. And then the pavement killed him. Someone did a video of like the Spider-Man games and just like, you know, Spider-Man has a similar like, I'm not going to kill anybody type of thing. He's just a good neighborhood kid. He's just a neighborhood Spider-Man, guys. Uh, But they're like, they break down every like kill shot, essentially, of the Spider-Man game. And they're like, that is a severed spine. Uh, (laughs) Somebody who just hit a fucking metal bar and the game does it too it takes yeah. like that arkham asylum mechanic where when you do the the final crushing blow you can feel it like the controller like vibrates and it slows down and goes like black and white it's like <laughs> and you see the person's spine like compact and they're like they're hazing their heads fold in and it's like oh or spider-man just like flip kicks some and the guy goes flying off of the empire state building and you're like oh see uh well good luck hope you had a parachute out of sight out of mind out of sight out of mind it's all good spider-man saved anyway. the day it's fine if he if they you know if there's one thing you take from comic books if they died off screen off panel they can always come back it didn't really matter everyone comes back but uncle ben <laughs> Everybody comes back. Even if they do die in a panel, they sometimes still manage to find a way to come back. Can we... Listen, so I've not read DC Comics in a stretch. And Marvel is like, okay, make my Marvel. But I'm starting to go more and more into indie books. Because we raved on this show two years ago about this new X-Men like line that... that uh, Jonathan Hickman was behind and these books were really really good they revamped the X-Men the X-Men continuity was like streamlined but it didn't get rid of any of the old stuff it still mattered and the books were really smart and heady and there were only two of them and within a few months there were 12 of them <laughs> and it sort of gravitated back towards the norm and the same things kind of happened a little bit with the Spider-Man books where there's this villain and it's like Harry Osborn. You find out it's Harry Osborn, but 
you know, he's like from the dead and he like is going to make Spider-Man understand that like all his loved ones die because of him and his mistakes, his, his sins. And, you know, he can make like centipedes come out of his head and, you know, he can't die. And he's just basically is there to torment Spider-Man. And so you have this new villain not having too much fun with that storyline. And then that villain recruits a character named the Sin Eater. And when he kills you, you are like cleansed of your sins. He shoots you with this magic gun. I swear to God, this is a real character. He shoots you with a magic shotgun and then you're cleansed of his sins. But then you so it's like, just like holy water and a gun, but he gets the powers because he takes on your sins. So like in an issue, he shoots the juggernaut oh. and the juggernaut's <laughs> like, I'm good. I don't have the gem of Sidorak anymore, I guess. And you look at the sin eater and he turns like Spider-Man turns a corner and the sin eater is like juggernaut size. I was like, how are you doing? I'm like, no, that, uh, I don't know if I like this storyline, but uh, the whole point of this is that they've now like hired every version of the sinister six. And I think there are like six versions of them to all attack Spider-Man at once. And now the sinister six are like fighting each other. It's turning into a mess. So I may have to just kind of like tap out on superhero books for a little bit because I'm kind of getting mine from the movies and maybe there's a sinister six in the new Spider-Man movie, but I didn't really get the gist of that from the trailer. You know? I mean, we've got, we got two of them that seem to be pretty confirmed. Um, you know, I saw, I saw a pumpkin bomb. There's definitely a pumpkin bomb and there is a laugh in there that it only belongs to one person and one person only. Yes. Um, that would be uh, Dendehan or whoever that played the young Harry Osborn in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh. I'm kidding. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great job. I was joking. I was making a uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 okay. had a uh, Harry Osborn turns in the Green Goblin joke, but yeah, also, so you can hear uh, you can hear the Green Goblin's glider uh, in one shot. You can hear the little uh, what we're not seeing in this new Spider-Man trailer, and yes, there you know if you watch the trailer, they open up the multiverse, which Loki already did because, like Loki was basically a Karen being like, "Can I speak to the multiverse manager here?" <laughs> Black-owned business. Did you see that meme that was like, "No, but that's awesome." <laughs> we shared it on we shared it on Geekscape that basically it's like, "Oh, Loki was about a Karen wanting to speak to the manager of a black-owned business." And be like, we don't like how you're running this time ordinance business. Can I speak to the manager? And he's just working his way up the chain of command until he gets to Kang. And Kang's like, uh, I'm running my business just fine. And if you mess with my business, all hell will break loose, which is what happens. And now we have a multiverse. So with the Spider-Man thing, we do have the return of like some of the older villains and possibly some of the older characters from the earlier Spider-Man movies. But there was still that promise in like Homecoming that we were going to get the Scorpion and we were going to get like, uh, you know, obviously the Vulture and all these new like Spider-Man villains and promise probably a Sinister Six movie. And it seems like it was like, no, Marvel's like, no, actually, we're going to do the multiverse storyline. The multiverse, this storyline. I think they're building. I would love to see a, a Sinister Six movie. I'd love to see Spidey take on the Sinister Six. This storyline specifically, the hey, Doctor Strange, my secret's out. It's causing problems because people know I'm Spider-Man. Can you put the cat back in the bag and make people forget I'm Spider-Man? This has been done, and it was called Brand New Day. Mm-hmm. And the Brand New Day storyline okay. was, well, Katie, was not a good comic. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. But can I just say, in terms of that... <laughs> One of the things that I said to Mark the first time we watched the trailer, which was last week when we were going to say, we were saying after the mm-hmm. show, we're going to watch the trailer. I was like, I don't know. Dr. Strange seems weird. He seems kind of nefarious. Who's the person that Spidey goes to Mephisto. in that cop? Yeah. I think he's coming, man. I don't think that's really Dr. Strange. I'm saying it Katie, now. It's insane. I know, but I think I'm going to need you to take a chill pill. Won't. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> Not wired like this. Uh, I mean, I will say that all of the Benchtown 
guys are saying the same thing, but they also said that after every single episode okay. of WandaVision. So, <laughs> so, okay. so to, it sounds like we need okay. to hand chill pills out across the network, Matt. Matt, as we head just of the need Geek to be State on network, a Alaskan highway. That's all we yeah. need. <laughs> this uh, chill pill truck pulled over and uh, fell over on this highway and Shane's late to the show. No, it, it, here's the thing. In the storyline in the comics, Mary Jane goes to Mephisto and makes the deal with Mephisto in behalf of Peter. Oh, the, the whole thing with Mephisto and why I believe that is actually Stephen Strange that does the deal is Stephen is a complete narcissist. And that didn't get cured when he suddenly got the Eye of Agamotto and all that stuff. Like, no, he's but still a narcissist. A, that's, but that's still like, that's such a diversion from the end game Doctor Strange that we've seen. Like he was. No, it's not. With, and the Infinity War Doctor Strange. He had like, no choice. He had no. one one reality but now that he had that one shot and they finally made it it's like he's just kind of like no man that is his that's like telling tony stark not to be a glib dick like but he's always been a like there's not been a moment doctor strange has always been a complete narcissist and and that's why he's my favorite character the second yeah you're going there go teach us great um (laughs) the second wong turns his back like, of course, Steven's going to be like, uh, thanks, Wong. Parents are gone. Let's do the spell. Right. And he doesn't want Peter messing with it. And Peter messes with it because that's what Peter does. And uh, that's Stephen Strange. I don't know when we get him in Mephisto. I don't know if we get Mephisto. I really don't care if we get Mephisto. That being said, I'm pretty sure that's Stephen Strange. And he's going to have to make amends it just in seems Doctor weird. Strange 2. Yeah. And they might be a little bit of a two-parter there. I mean, what's a two-parter? All these movies connect. So, like, it's a (laughs) multi-parter. It's a tangled web. It's all connected. So I think we're going to see the repercussions of this stuff in many, many, many films. So the multiverse is the phase four. And uh, that's Stephen Strange. Stephen Strange would absolutely be like, parents are gone. Let's party. No (laughs) magic during the school year. <laughs> if y'all do not listen to the Geekscape games, uh, you should because it's one of my favorite shows on the network. Props. I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea why. Uh, I love that show. Guys, I love Geekscape games. And just listening to like Shane mess up his computer and be like, I found a link on the internet for this one thing. FedEx will bring it next week. And then FedEx trying to figure out how to deliver stuff in Canada. Like, that's a whole ordeal. Canada? <laughs> yeah. In Alaska. And, I was just and, and uh, yeah, if y'all don't listen to Geekscape Games, y'all are missing one of the major dramas of the Geekscape Network, which is if will Shane ever fix his graphic card so he can I, play basically an emulator? I don't know if you're ever going to play that flight simulator that you're buying it well, for. Well, in this, I, I, this most recent episode, we also uh, may have some Twitch exclusive content coming from a conversation that happened on uh, Geekscape Games as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Sorry, Katie up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's happening. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Shane, I love you, man, but you gotta but 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 you gotta <laughs> quit messing with your computer. It's a very Stephen Strange thing to do to be like, well, I'm the smartest person in the room. I know how to fix this off of some well, links I found on the internet. You're like the technical. You're like the like technological version of QAnon. You're like, I found these links on the internet and I trust them completely. Yeah, John, you're, you're, the, you're only the smartest person, person in the room because your dad's the only one in the share. Yeah, I, I was going to literally say he's always alone in that camera <laughs> shot. I don't know, there are some planes over there, so I don't know. Yeah. I love you, Shane. Shane, we love you, but 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 <laughs> you, you, you have you ever heard you someone just say "I love you"? Period. But no, 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 no. You remind uh, me. Of, you remind me of my mother, Matt, Jonathan. Matt, I do love you. <laughs> Katie, I love you. Shane, I love you. <laughs> But <laughs> we need to connect you with somebody who actually builds computers for, I don't know, a living. Are we sponsored by BetterHelp.com? Like, is that <laughs> something that we can get a sponsor? Did you say for? better or bitter? BetterHelp. By better, BetterHelp.com is definitely something we should probably definitely start. Definitely something we're qualified for. It's like, what's your problem? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you cured this when you put the glue on it, and then you had like a washer, and then you put the goo on it. Shane, I thought you messed. I thought you fixed your freaking I, computer. I I flew cl- too close to the sun for a second time. I I got too overzealous. I pulled a S- Stephen Strange, you know Shane Strange over here, 
and I physically broke the card and <laughs> it's physically broken. There's there's a little IEC, a little a little microscopic, like super tiny component that two of the legs broke off. But after ASRock International, a company who has offices in Chino, California, um, <laughs> refused to warranty it. I found a sh- I found a shop here in Alaska that does micro <laughs> that does micro soldering. So there's still a chance. And hey, lawsuit pending. ASRock International lawsuit pending. I will say though, my computer has ASRock uh, materials in it. So oh, I've I've been a an absolute oh. avid ASRock fan forever. They've made great stuff. They're great. Fuck it's amazing them. that Katie hasn't. <laughs> like broken her computer uh, well to be fair i did build it this year and i'm still waiting on a graphics card but i know exactly where i'm not going yeah Yeah. shane did you think of a sisyphus was like an inspirational story (laughs) you know like he just keeps trying he never gives up who failed here he's gonna push that rock i think shane thinks that he's icarus (laughs) but he's sisyphus (laughs) (laughs) he's like he hasn't let even me, gotten off the ground. Let me drop some Greek references on y'all because I'm the smartest person in the room. Uh, you can let your girlfriend out of the shed now so that she can be now be the smartest person in the room. Yeah, I'm just I'm waiting for Sisyphus to get off the rock so I can get onto the gear and start working out. How many times has this rock rolled over you, Shane? Metaphorically uh, in your life? I mean, metaphorically, I mean, you know, once or twice or maybe a couple of hundred times to quote the great Justin Bieber. Matt, do we run a podcast network or a charity? You tell me. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's both. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? We kid, but donate like, some blood. Uh, uh, I use love hashtag Geekscape Gives. I'm donating you, blood you keep, on. You keep Thursday. saying that. You keep saying you love me, but there's all these butts, and you keep saying <laughs> it like like you're just trying to reassure me. And Jonathan, I you, dude, I can't wait to see y'all, man. Shane's going to be here in early December. He's going to be here Yay. on the show in person. We have LA Comic Con going on that weekend. We're trying to figure out what panel to try and program at LA Comic Con that weekend. They've opened up for panel submissions and uh, we've always had a panel at Comic Con here in LA and they, they're big supporters of ours. We're big supporters of theirs. We got to figure out what kind of stuff we got to do, especially if Shane's going to be there. I said we all just come out and call it the Geekscape family reunion and we just annoy the piss out of people for a full hour. All three people that would sit in the panel room <laughs> yeah. the Geekscape family reunion. Shane will be late to it. Don't worry about it. Yes, yeah, he <laughs> won't show up. <laughs> He'll show um, up on December 6th and be like, did I miss it? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, like, uh, I uh, got stuck on the floor buying hentai. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> pillows, hentai pillows. Yeah. Hey, there, there were some weebs fucking on the floor. I had to stop for the no. weeb fucking. Uh, Shane, next time, next time you're stuck on the freeway, send us pictures as proof that you were actually stuck Usually on the freeway. Usually does. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, that's true. Um, <laughs> We do love you, Shane. And if you need some positivity, you need to be watching some Ted Lasso. And let me tell you, the internet, has it become cool to hate on Ted Lasso? Because where does the internet get off? Who does this? I will search them down. There's an article I saw. And honestly, like, I think it all stemmed from that executive producer of the Daily Show getting on Twitter and saying, okay, so Ted Lasso season two has a problem. Ted Lasso season one. Hey, what's up, guys? I'll be out in a minute just talking to Shane. Um, Ted Lasso season one, Ted had to overcome like being the American, being the football guy, not knowing anything about soccer, having to win everybody over. And he did it with the weapon of kindness season two. He's already won everybody over. And that is why I think the Roy Kent character and, uh, is interesting because he's the person with a, like a life change. Like Ted had in the first season, Roy Kent now has this life change in season two that he's having to get around. And he's become so, like the, the character of season two that everybody is gravitating towards because he has his hurdle. Roy I can tell you, it, like no sooner did that whole complaint come out and start going around the internet where I was like, okay, I see some validity in this from a narrative structural place that like it's a little low on stakes this season. This, oh, I don't think this so. last episode, Here's, holy crap, yeah. there's some stuff going on to the surface that is major. And but, that, but that's what they've been building. Like, a lot of people mm-hmm. have been saying that it feels very campy and sticky. I'm like, there's no, so a good. reason for that. I, yeah, there's no, a reason I, there, that, like, you might still be the best show on TV. Like, it's yeah, the I, best show. I yeah, just no. don't think, I feel like a lot of these people, like, have they never watched anything else that Bill Lawrence has ever made? Like, I, yes. like obviously, this is, right. like, coming from someone who genuinely thinks that, like, like Scrubs is to this day, still my favorite show of all time. But, like, what made Scrubs so great is that you had this ensemble of, like, six different characters 
And any given season, it's a different character story. Like, Zach Braff might be front and center, but, like, one season might be all about, like, Carla's mother dying and how right. she's dealing with that, working in a hospital surrounded by death. Or, like, Dr. Cox's, like, family. Like, yeah. there are all these other pieces. And, <laughs> and let's talk about Jamie. Jamie's actually been the one that has had the biggest arc throughout all these seasons. He hasn't, like mentally fully changed yeah. but he he has changed quite a bit we have to give his character credit where credit is due because they even address it in this last episode like you he's being the bigger man right now mm. and that's what i love about jamie is that yes he's a twat but he <laughs> tries yeah he actually and it's funny to me because it like he legitimately tries and when they're like okay you can be a dick again he's like really yeah. <laughs> like he like he's like he's actually differentiating the two personalities that he has to play uh which i think is a fantastic thing and i think here's here's what's so beautiful about this is that ted has always been bucked by the new therapist that just came in i think she's a fantastic character and i think she's calling out shit on him that like she's like this this charm is not going to work on me immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, I get why you do this. This is one of his things. And it's a very, I mean, as a person who's very into therapy and to psychology, I think what they're doing with that therapist character is actually quite brilliant, where she's like, I'm not going to lean into this charm as easily as you want people to, to lean into it. I mean, but that's what, that's the thing with Ted, and especially this last episode, is that he is a people pleaser to the point where he neglects himself yeah. immensely. And nobody I can't, I can't takes relate up to that. Yeah, 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 I was going to say. What I'm saying, Jonathan. What I'm saying, you guys. Here's the other. Here's, so I'm going to say this. Just, show. Just, um, mm -hmm. not, uh, Matt's not a people pleaser, that guy. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know his name's short for doormat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say this as spoil-free as I possibly can. Um, I got all like smart assy talking to my friend Gelsey because we're both geeking out on text about uh Ted Lasso and I was just like God the person that Rebecca's texting on this dating app is like the least kept like worst kept secret in the world. Like we Did all you? know it's blank. And then like it reveals who it actually was and I was like, oh mind what? blown and like okay <laughs> like, so Mark is of the opinion that that he thinks that that would work out. I'm a little bit ickied out by that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I'm about excited that. to see where it goes because I'm a little yeah. icky island on that. <laughs> Just like the internet starting to turn on Ted Lasso over the last two weeks, the you know you you count every time you count these characters out, Bill Lawrence and Jason Sudeikis and the team turn it around and surprise you and exceed. And I I love this show. Um, why do you Why do you think the internet's turning on 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 the I show? Think they, Oh, they the, hate anything wholesome. They're trying to milk about, big duck that, fucking Ted Lasso. Is what that high mind do. of unhappiness known as the internet? <laughs> Found something to pull apart? Oh, I don't well, know. I mean, I don't well, know. I was I, asking I think, a question. No, 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 no for sure. I no, mean, and I think, I think it's a valid question. And I think it, I think Thank you, Katie. Thank you're you. welcome. I think the bullshit meter is very high right now. And like a lot of us like really enjoyed the first season of Ted Lasso because it was finally the heartwarming show that no one was doing, especially during the pandemic. So it was like a freaking hug. Now I feel like people are getting a little bit overwrought with that. And it's like, this feels like fake. I think like stick with this because this might feel fake to the overexposed um, in terms of media, because I think they're going to do something really beautiful with this character. Cause that last line of that mm -hmm. episode, literally I like ugly cried. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know how actresses make the beautiful cry because I get like the red mustache. I'm oh, just like, oh, it's people have like pretty cries where they just have like a tear. I'm just like, oh, that's <laughs> like special it's a effects. terrible thing. Yeah. Um, well, and John, it's funny because you talked about that article on the uh, the Patreon bonus episode that you and I mm -hmm. recorded, Good and I Good yeah, plug. thank you. And I felt like literally the next day uh, when I hopped on Google and it was giving me like suggested articles that you might want to read. Um, the top article, I forget what website it was from, but it was like, Ted Lasso season two isn't in a slug. It's about to make a breakthrough. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like perfectly. Like that, that yeah. worded it perfectly. Because one, again, I don't want to like, Spoiler. in case no one hasn't watched anything, but like sure. what's really getting into my head about the most recent episode is more so when Ted is having his problem out on the field, 
what the voiceovers are. Like, I want to really analyze why it was like those specific flashback Dude, voiceovers. Yes. Because, yes. I mean, think about there's a oh God, I could go so deep. We in this episode. can't spoil it. We don't want to spoil I'm try, it. For I'm the trying to. Geekscapers. There is a specific voice, exactly what you're saying. Uh, there's also something that connects to it that's happened that no one helps him with in the beginning of the episode. He's going and helping everyone with everybody's problem. And there is something that happens that feels major and he cannot help that situation. Oh, oh that's a big one. Oh, yeah. No, that's a big right. one. And I that's, what I, together. that's what I thought it was. <laughs> um, big Yank says, please don't spoil it. I'm an episode behind. I know that he's caught up, though, with... What if Marvel's what if Bolt T says, do we all agree that what if is not living up to expectations? It's the worst Marvel Disney plus show so far. There's been four of them. Let's hang tight. All right, let's, let's, let's hang tough like the new kids and let's not start picking it apart quite yet. Did I like, I I think the second episode is still my favorite. I love this animation. I love the writing. The third one, I'll tell you why I love the third one validated. They brought Coulson back, validated the existence of agents of shields. Agents of Shield forever, baby. <laughs> I will say the third one was not my favorite. I will mm-hmm. give it that, but I do love the style and the the way they're telling these stories. Um, it, I I feel like uh, a lot of this is really hard to get out in one episode, and that is the thing that's doing it the disservice because there's so much we could explore. But they only have a certain amount of time and they have to fit it in. And how they're doing it within the given time that they have and the style that they're doing, I think it's pretty freaking awesome. I, and, I, my, and I think episode two is the best example of that. It was, it was so economic, so well told. And I think when we, when we look, I think we, we, we get a couple more episodes in, we're going to look back and realize, oh, it's a tapestry. It's connected. Yeah. I, I think my biggest problem with what if the show is that like I can tell that it's all kind of in a, in some indirect way it's still like servicing the further plot of the entire MCU right like it's mm-hmm. still like introducing all these different types of multiverses and for me like when I think of what if I think of it as the comic book that's like all right you fucking nerd with your stupid fucking suggestion here's why <laughs> your suggestion shit Here's why it's never going to work. Yeah. And like every single one of them ends with, and everybody died. Isn't it so much better that it went the Marvel way instead of your <laughs> suggestion idea? And I want that. Like I want a cartoon of just that. Like, You're right. The comics were really dark. Like you'd be like, what if Howard the Duck picked up Mjolnir? And you're like, oh, well, he'd be Thor for a little bit and then he'd get his ass handed to him. There wouldn't be a Thor and everybody would die. It was like, <laughs> what if the X-Men tried to stop Galactus and there was no Reed Richards? And you're like, oh, then Galactus like gets punched by Wolverine and everybody dies. <laughs> That's it. Like, I would literally watch 10 episodes of a show where every single ending is and everybody dies. Like, I think that would be hysterical. Yeah. And they're <laughs> they see, man. <laughs> like they're not gonna do yeah. that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not Batman the horror movie that's we're getting coming up. If we get a Batman horror movie, can we at least get another Lego Batman? Can we like oh, make that yeah. trade? DC, can you work with us on that? Can we get a little bit of uh, uh, sweet with our sour, please? I just <laughs> question just like want I... more raw Batman. I want to know what's going on. I want to see him raw dog crime. Yeah. I mean, you could you could do a Batman. You could do a Batman horror movie, right? Like the long They're, Halloween is great. They did it. But what I'm saying is, like, is Riddler really like the the character for it? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. Like, yeah, a very I, fair I, point. Well, if you turn him into Saw, I, Jigsaw, I think it is. I think yeah. we're gonna. I think we're gonna see a Jigsaw kind of Batman, and like we're gonna see like a Jigsaw Riddler who's like, yeah. "Sorry, you were too late." Ha ha ha! Like people are dead, and I'm like, well, Batman's got to figure out the riddles. I, if it's if it's Batman Saw, then I gotta tell you, I I I stopped watching the Saw movies 15 minutes into the first one. Yeah. All I want is Michael Keaton and a Batman Beyond. That's all I want. I want that. Well, that that's that's an idea. That's yeah. an idea. Well, you're Trust in luck. Me, Mark's Katie. already written the script. <laughs> you're in luck because Michael Keaton's in the Flash movie. That's the Flashpoint movie, and he's playing. Yeah the tim burton 89 good bruce wayne and and you're also going to get later this year you're going to get those those comic books that continue the tim burton 89 batman um and those are going to come in comic book form the same way that we had like wonder woman 76 and we're going to get we're going to get a superman 79 
Um, those will be fun comics, but ultimately, like, I'm down with all the multiverse stuff. It means nothing really gets retconned. Everything still counts. Yeah. But I don't know. It's a good time to be a geek. Am I feeling some fatigue? Yeah. I honestly, like, it got to Thursday and I had a break and I was like, I should watch something. Oh, there's a new what if that's been out over 24 hours. You totally forgot about that one, Jonathan. Like, sit down and watch it. And it was a nice little time. There's just too much stuff going on. And wow, we got our Shang-Chi t- tickets. Like, there's, there's just a lot, guys. I have heard that it is pronounced Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. I'll pronounce however the hell they want. Fair enough. White man. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Half half white honky lad. (laughs) Honky lass. But please. That's what we call a crackerback. I'm a a type of... What the fuck? I I have been called a type of back. Oh, no. Never that. Never that. Never that. I've seen your hairy back, so. I've shaved that hairy back. Oh, let's get erotic. (laughs) Goodness. So many things. How are those conventions, Matt? It's not the most horrifying thing you've seen at a convention. You oh. just did a bunch of horror conventions. Oh, yeah. Oh, I what, did two what's horror shirt? What's this shirt? You, you've been teasing a shirt that you saw that you would save the last dance for. Uh, okay, so there's probably... I would say there's most likely going to have to be an explanation behind the shirt because I'm assuming that most of you won't know who this is. But there was a dude walking around the convention who had a shirt that just said Michael Graves did nothing wrong. Um, and Michael Graves is the the second vocalist for the Misfits who, like, everyone canceled for supporting the Proud Boys and, like, a bunch of other stuff. Oh, and I Jesus just, Christ. Yeah, and I just wanted to, like, throw something at this guy when he walked past my table. I was so fucking upset that he was walking around wearing that shirt. You didn't try and trip him or anything like that? Well, he, first of all, there was a lot of man to trip. But um, also, <laughs> he was a big guy or a tough guy. Yeah, but I also was like behind a table and he was <laughs> a while it, away. That is that's a, like a major prescription. <laughs> that was like a major Proud Boys shirt, huh? Yeah. And if you yeah, had that... tripped the Mayor McCheese would have landed on you probably, huh? <laughs> probably. Um, but Listen other... here, Proud Boy. If this that table was, wasn't here, was I'd kick only... your ass. When that was when he lands second. on the ground and, and gravy spits out of his mouth, <laughs> are you going to say something like, who's proud now, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But that was only the second most disturbing thing that happened this weekend what? at that convention. <laughs> um, so I don't know if any of you have ever experienced this phenomenon uh, where people will just slap a, a, from what I can tell anyway, will just slap a service dog vest on a dog that's very clearly not trained to be a service dog in any way. Well, they could be a mental health dog. They could be... You aren't legally allowed to ask what the element is. No, actually, you're you're allowed to ask what they're trained for. This is actually something that I had to deal with a lot with uh, with, um, his old work. But, like, you have to to ask them what are they trained to do because if they're trained, then they're not going to run amok if they're a service animal, like a mental health animal. It's a different story. And, unfortunately, like, that's not something that you can just willy-nilly bring into a con or bring into a restaurant yeah. because that, that implies different so, health codes. Shane's yeah, in Alaska. So, he has a raccoon with a vest. I'd already gotten the sneaking suspicion that this wasn't a, a, a service dog in the truest sense of the word when they had to chase it Chase it as it just ran <laughs> off out the uh, the doors, the automatic doors. It has rabies but, here. But then later, you know, so here's the thing. It was Friday night at the convention. And if anyone's ever been to really any convention, but yeah. specifically a horror convention, the, the Friday night, it starts at 5 o'clock. But people get there good and early, and they just start pre-gaming for, from, like, noon until doors open. So this oh, is man. 9. It's 9 at night. So everybody is feeling feeling good. And uh, I'm sitting at my table, and I just see a girl with her service dog running at full speed as to the door, like dragging this dog behind her as it is just liquid shitting through this entire <laughs> hotel floor. And then because oh, every oh, and because God. everyone is so drunk, <laughs> no one is noticing it and is just stepping in it and like trudging oh. it through this hotel. And it no. was just it was chaos. And it all happened right in front of my table. So I'm watching it firsthand. As as it's all happening, it was 
it was yeah. it was something. It was a it was, great show. You went to a horror con. Like, of course, something horrifying had to fill the ticket right there. But I love that you're the only one that saw it. <laughs> oh, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Do the people smell that bad that they don't know when they're walking through feces? Well, and here's the thing. I could smell it through my mask, and I was one of the only people wearing a mask, so I don't know what their excuses were because they probably should have been able to tell what was happening. Their so nose these people stuffed up with cocaine. I mean, absolutely yeah. logical explanation. So these people who love horror movies and love these monsters that wear masks and terrorize people, they're like, nope, no mask for me. No. Uh-huh. I will say something that made, horror, made me feel great at horror movie night is I would say 95% of every person at the convention was not wearing a mask. The 5% that were wearing a mask unanimously came up to the horror movie night table to let us know that they were big fans of the show. So I'm like, oh. all right, cool. Oh. We're cultivating the good audience at this show. You're just, you guys are, Geekscape is just operating at a different level, baby. Different level. And with Shane back doing Geekscape games, baby, I feel like we're on all cylinders, man. The podcast is not, I don't think this network's been as good on the podcast offerings ever. Now, and now we've got our anime show finally. Mm -hmm. I got a meeting for that. I got a. I got a meeting Friday with some people that are possibly going to be another show. Hey. Um, I'm talking that I previously mentioned Gelsey on the show. Uh, I'm working on putting together, putting together a show for her, which is going to be called before my time with Gelsey, where it's guests talking about a property that they love that came out before they were born. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> which I'm like, I think that that could be a fun conversation. Finally get some, some class on the Geekscape Network talking about like Casablanca and shit. Listen, we got some class on the Geekscape Network. John, you can come on and talk about the bicycle thief. It's like, all on FemRegard Podcast. It's a that Femregard is true. Podcast that is, is, that is easily the classiest show on the network by, by a very large margin. Christopher Robinson says, wait, what anime show? And that means that he doesn't know. Waifu the, and Weeboos. <laughs> waifus and Weeboos on the Geekscape Network. Our buddy Nick hosts it. And uh, you should subscribe to it if you're a big anime fan. Uh, that is a show that we brought onto the network specifically for you. Because I don't know what the hell he's talking about when I listen to it. I just know that I love listening to Nick talk. He's like a tough dude from Philly being like, this mother, this guy. And then, you know, he's like talking like some dude hanging outside of a pizza this place. This motherfucker here, like he's just saying this he pulls out a sword, yeah. And then all of a sudden there's tentacles. And I'm like, wow, hell I love yeah. this guy. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Star Star 2902 says, wait, there any of that video footage of that dog crapping itself across? <laughs> I like that. Are you like going to put it up on the YouTube? I like, I like that the dog set up a shitty crocodile mile across the fucking hotel <laughs> lobby. And basically all the horror attendees were like, let's slip and slide and go for it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Big Yank says, isn't it depressing when you see a group of proud boy types loving your fandom and you start to contemplate, am I one of them? No. <laughs> Our brains do not work the same. And if there's any question that you have similarities with those people... Beyond I your just, geekdom, just let up. They're, they're teetering on a better version of themselves if they could yeah. just. No, and John, I, I, I sent John a, a little forty-second snippet of a show that I was listening to today because it just was like the most John London story I had heard in a really long time. But I met those guys at the con. They were the only other horror podcast there, and we had a good hour-long talk about sobriety, mental health, and how it's important as a as a horror community to fight for like equal rights. And I was like, cool. It's good to meet other people who give a shit about that in this otherwise fairly toxic fandom. <laughs> yeah. Why, why is the horror fandom so toxic? Hey, look. Oh, this movie got boobs in it? Um, <laughs> hey, hey, I want to be on the anime show. I uh, I got this uh, this DVD, uh, Foxy Nudes. We can watch that and talk about that. It's a great, great anime that we could talk about. I got that. All right. So <laughs> glad you could make the show, Shane. <laughs> Hey, I, covered like, up, I, I covered up the gratuitous panty shot. Yeah. It's all right. We'll connect you with Nick and see if uh, he can record three hours after his schedule to uh, get you there on time. Speaking I, of, I, has anybody watched the, the new Witcher movie? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, There's that, an anime-type Witcher movie on Netflix. The people who, who animated, um, I think, The Legend of Korra and some of the Avatar stuff, uh, it's fantastic animation. It's beautiful. It's so gross and, and gory, but it's great. It's really that's the Witcher, baby. That's the Witcher, baby. Is, is, it, uh, is it based off of any of the books the or the game? What's, what's the, give me the elevator pitch. 
more it's more the books it's actually there is a character that uh trains uh Geralt that uh it's going back through his backstory and how he kind of became a witcher and the things that pretty much made the world of where we find the witcher in the tv show currently um and how that kind of came to be it's fantastic it's really well done it's spooky it's great the action is unbelievable because it's the avatar people so it's like it's so well done highly highly recommend it and i hope that they talk about it on the show too because it's it's great i'm down i'm i saw it on my netflix queue and i was like there is just too much freaking content man there's a lot of content going down the one Um, one downside i have about it is that there's not more yeah i thought it was a series and it turned out to just be a movie movie yeah okay well, Geekscapers, there's a lot out there that you can uh, fill your time with. If you choose to listen to some podcasts, we got a ton of them here. Just search for Geekscape on your podcatchers. Not necessarily just this show. Search for the ones like Horror Movie Night, One Hit Thunder, Fem Regards. We got the Geekscape games with our good friend Shane O'Hare and Daner Cranavelt, who didn't make it because he's working. Um, and we're just having fun on the network. Like, and that isn't just podcasts. Like Matt has done a great job of re-energizing the YouTube page at youtube.com slash geekscape TV and getting some great videos on there. Shane has got a great video starting up tomorrow where it's really a love letter to his father. Andy, tell us to you about adult, adult swim. Uh, every Tuesday, we, every Tuesday, a new video. Yeah, we got a great, uh, we got some stuff coming for the Twitch channel. And if that's just not enough Geekscape for you, Matt is running a Patreon for Geekscape that is all going to Matt and keeping this thing moving. So hit him up. If you want a podcast on the network, talk to him. If you want a podcast just for your own, hit up Matt again because he knows podcasting. Um, I think we pretty much covered all our bases, babies. I'm going to get back to work because my deadlines did not move. (laughs) (laughs) Acts of God did not shift my deadlines. Uh, And uh, I love you guys. Uh, It's been fun having us. I'm glad you could join us, Shane. I know we joshed with you, but you're our brother. We love you, man. It's all right. It's just, you know, the scars build up over time, and then they're just armor, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's all right. I don't know. It's fine. He good. Glad we're in a good place. <laughs> oh, glad you absolved us of all the abuse that we've laid upon you. Thank you. No, I said bitterhelp.com. Yeah, bitter. Yeah, no. I uh, I I love being on the show. Um, uh, you know, the emotional abuse aside, I can just bottle that up, and then just you know, the bottle gets bigger, and it eventually needs to move to a bigger container. But uh, no, well, I'm glad I, the bigger I, container it wasn't your body because the bottles used to end up there a lot. Yeah. And I'm glad that that's behind us. Yeah, yeah. If um, uh, never mind. I was never mind. I said, yeah. So just empty bottles in your body left and right. I'm glad you're yeah. doing better, baby. That was great. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Geekscape Games. Every other Thursday it airs. Record every other Wednesday. Pending uh shutdowns of highways. So. <laughs> I I'm I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna have to to fly from home to work from now on on Get show those days. Helicopters. Go. Get that you, little you, copter. You don't. You don't actually don't need a pilot's license to fly those in Alaska. No, anywhere, anywhere. All right. Well, well I mean, we, we, what are you going to do? Pull me over on the side of the road? Yeah. Good luck. Come get me, feds. Come get me, feds. <laughs> All right, Geekscapers, we love you. We'll be back next week with a Shang Chi uh, special with Ian Carter after we see the movie. So go watch that movie this weekend. We're going to be back probably on Monday to record that special for you live. Uh, and enjoy all the geek stuff. I'm glad we could do little news reviews for y'all. Um, peace for everybody here. Much love. Catch you next week. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.